It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write that down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Write it down. You like writing things down. Yeah, it's time to write things down here on Mackie and Judd with Rami. No Mackie, no Judd. Manny Hill is here. Jonathan Harrison on the other side of the glass. I'm the Rami of the Mackie and Judd with Rami equation. Rami Makloff, to be exact. We'll check in to Twins Camp with Derek Wetmore, our Twins reporter, at 520. Rep with Royce at 540. But every Friday at this time, we write things down. We make predictions. But before we get to the predictions, we hold each other accountable for past predictions. Usually, uh, Mackie has it. Today, Jonathan Harrison yep. will point guard our accountability session. Down. What do we have, Jonathan? Write that down. All right. I don't so, let's start that. off with <laughs> Phil. Dirk Nowitzki. He had, uh, Dirk Nowitzki will be too old to finish the racks in the three-point contest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, he finished. He finished. Josh Okogie. Rising star MVP and score at least 30 points. Did not, did not happen. Nope. 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 Uh, he had Cat having a double-double in the All-Star game. Mm, not looking good for Phil. He did, however, though, have the Wild will trade Charlie Coyle. And I don't have the applause sound effect. Ding! When did he we'll make that, that prediction? Uh, it does not say. Okay. But I like the pick. All it's right. a good pick. Okay. Is that... How do, we, how do you rank, like, if it's a single, a double, or, like... How do we how do we do that? I'm still somewhat new to this game. I think, I think Charlie Co- trading Charlie Coyle is because eh. slugging percentage factors into this too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it does. Right. Um, I'll give you know what? That's a tough. That's a, a tough one to predict. Do we give him a double on yeah, that. Yeah, maybe we'll get we'll give Phil a double right. on that. Sounds good. Okay, so then let's get on to Judd. He had one come off the board this week. Twins will have a payroll under $100 million to open the 2019 season. Is it over $100 million now? I think with Marwin it is. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Manny had a couple come off the board. Mm-hmm. Not in a good way. Either. It was not good. No. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. will win the slam dunk contest. He will attempt a between-the-legs dunk. Now, let me... Okay, now I will say this. It's a part of it. It doesn't... Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe if this should be like a... Hit by pitch or something. Like I still got on base you bring that because up he guys. did. I'm not making that because he to come did. Up with new designation. Stop it. Because my guy Dennis Smith Jr. did uh, not win the dunk contest. In fact, he didn't do very well, even though he was one of the final two in the final round. But he did attempt 
A between the legs dunk. How'd that go for him? It did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> but my prediction was that he would attempt it. I, I even said last week that he, did say he attempt. Would, but yeah, it was a parlay. It. it was a parlay that true, he yeah. would win the just, slam dunk contest. I should have just, just said he will attempt it between the legs dunk. Then I, then I, that would have got me a double. But double. you didn't. So you Manny were wrong. also had Seth Curry will win the three-point contest. Yeah, he didn't even get out of the first round. Mm. One of the lower scores. He did say Cat will score at least 22 points in the All-Star game. But... He, like Phil, did say the Wild will trade Charlie Coyle. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. That's a really long applause. Mm-hmm. Seven seconds. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe I found the wrong one. Uh, now on to me. I'm not happy about this. Although I'm contesting my batting average. You're There's, contesting your I've batting? Got what is up right. with you guys today? What, There's what did one you... that I got right earlier in the year that Which we is keep what? forgetting. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and find this. <laughs> you don't know, I know what it is? No, I know for I know for sure I got one right. <laughs> Strong and it bothers argument, me every dude. time he brings it up. <laughs> okay. Wait, but you don't know what it is. No, I know I have one. I just don't you, remember But you just exactly. don't know what it yes, is. I'm going to go find it. I will find it this weekend. I will have it next Friday, okay. and I will have the drop. All right. I'll have to go back and listen to the archives? Yes. Yep. Thankfully, they're all readily. I know one. On I know one that that you, one that <laughs> you might have one that you might have hit on today. Actually, was a uh, a two parter. You said that the Patriots will beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, <laughs> which they did, and you said that they will be accused of cheating before Week One. Robert Kraft kind of cheated on his significant other. I don't know if we give that one to Jonathan or not. We probably have to wait. We'll have to bring it up. To yeah, we'll have to yeah. wait for Mackie and Judd to come back and take it to the That's judges. That's an interesting one, though. Yeah. I mean, the, he you want to keep filling so I don't have to go over the ones that I got wrong? Right? Okay <laughs> Absolutely not. But okay. you, you didn't specify what kind of cheating we were talking I about. I did not. That's true. He has been accused of cheating on his significant other in maybe okay. the worst way possible. So I said Josh Okogie would be the MVP of the Rising Stars game. That didn't happen. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. I also did say Manny Machado and Bryce Harper will still be free agents on March 1st. Also did not happen. Came close. Closer than I thought it would. Let's get to the good stuff now. <laughs> Rami. Yes, sir. <laughs> By next week, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado will sign. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Congratulations. There's another one, too. Uh, there is. Oh, there was, yes. There was an addendum later on after news broke of Marwin Gonzalez signing with the Twins. You got two hits. I said that Marwin Gonzalez, or not that Marwin Gonzalez would sign with the Twins, but that the Twins would sign a major league free agent before camp was up. There we and, go. And he did. He is indeed a major league free agent. The so. listeners had nothing come off the board, so the current current batting averages are Judd 333. Mackie, 273. Rami, you're hitting a solid 250. Mm-hmm. Nope. You nope. Did. Now you're at 400. Sorry. I'm at 400 now. You're leading. Yes, sir. Wow, mm. leading. I'm currently style. That's right. 400. I'm going to keep it above 400. Rest of the Manny, season. Manny, you're at 200. I'm still contesting mine, that's so amazing. it's not Dixon zero. Line. I like it. Zero, and listeners are at zero right now as All well. All right. Uh, let's uh, get started with this week's Write That Down predictions. We'll Write go. I don't have a pencil. We'll remember that then. We'll go around the horn. Manny, you can lead things off this week and write that down. Is somebody writing these down, by the way? Uh, okay. I can write them down. <laughs> Just write that down. <laughs> somebody should them. write them down. Please do, Jonathan. Thank you. Marwin Gonzalez will play at least six different positions for the Twins in 2019. I like write it. Write that down. I like it. All right. Uh, Jonathan, you want to go next? Hold on. Still writing. All right. <laughs> All right. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. I, for my first one after that signing, the Twins will win the AL Central this season. Wow. All right. All right. 
That's a bold prediction. I would say going with. If that happens, that's a solid triple, if not a home run. Okay. My first write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Ooh, your sounds up. Will be that Hulu will pick up all the Marvel series canceled by Netflix except for Iron Fist. That's part dream, part prediction. That Hulu will pick up all the canceled Marvel series by Netflix except for Iron Fist. I don't know if you guys watch any of those. I, do. Okay. I was thinking about doing this. I'm like, I don't know. Should I do a non-sports one? But I like it. I my like other, it a lot. My other two are sports related. Did you watch The Punisher, the most recent season of The I Punisher? I haven't gotten Jonathan? to it yet. I still haven't gotten to the most recent season of Daredevil. I just haven't had the time. The ending of Punisher was a little bit disappointing. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was okay. disappointing for me personally. Okay. Manny, what's your second write that down prediction? Write it down. Time? You like writing things down. Carl uh, Anthony Towns will play tonight and get a double-double. Will play tonight. Will play tonight. And will get a double-double. And he'll get the double-double. Car accident and all. Yes. All right. I think he will play tonight and he will get a double-double. Why will he get the double-double? Why because will he get the double-double? Will play, they will be playing the New York Knicks, the worst <laughs> team in the NBA. I wouldn't well, want to sit that one out. <laughs> like me, five foot eight, Rami Makhlouf sitting here today wouldn't want to sit out against the New York Knicks. I don't see why Carl Anthony Towns would want to. Jonathan, prediction number two for Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Uh, so after earlier this week's incident with his shoe blowing out, Zion Williamson will not play another game for Duke. Ooh. Ooh. He will sit I think out he, the rest of the season. I think he will. Yeah, I think if you get, I think if that's right, I think Jonathan should get a home run for that. For I, sure. I think I think uh, Zion will play again I'll be, this year. I'll be disappointed if he doesn't play. Any I will games too in the final because that means we won't get to see him at the final. That's four what I was just going to say. In Minneapolis, but that might be my only chance to see Zion Williamson play in college. I mean, I'll yeah. see him play in the NBA, but we'll my only chance to see him play in, in college. Uh, Write it down. You like writing things down. Last week, I predicted that the Twins would sign a major league free agent before mm-hmm. the end of spring training. This week, I will predict that the Twins will sign another major league free agent before the end of spring training, in addition to Marwin Gonzalez. Mm. I have a guy in mind, but you know what? They're going <laughs> to they're gonna sign Craig Kimbrell. I'm just going to take it one step further. Wow, the Twins are right. going to sign Craig Kimbrell before spring is up. Want to take it a step further and give us... Terms of the no, contract? I'm just going to say Craig Kimbrell will be a twin before spring is over. All right. Yep. Okay. Manny, your third and final write that down prediction. Third and final one. It's NBA related. The Los Angeles Lakers will make the playoffs, led by LeBron James, and they will push the Golden State Warriors to six games in the first round. Hold on. Give me that again. The Los Angeles Lakers uh-huh. will make the playoffs. All right. As an eight seed. Okay. And they will push the Golden State Warriors to six games in the first round. I buy that. I buy that. I think LeBron is, mm-hmm. when when LeBron is, you know, in, what did he say? Playoff mode activated? Didn't he yeah. say that? Yeah, he said his playoff mode is now activated. When LeBron activates things, I think he single-handedly can can take on the Golden State Warriors and, and give them a good fight. Not win the series, but give them a good fight. We've already seen that. For four straight years now with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this right. this Lakers roster is not worse than some of those Cavaliers rosters that he's played with. So and I think the only I reason why that. I think the only reason why the Cavs were swept last year was because LeBron broke his hand punching a white a whiteboard after J.R. Smith forgot the forgot game situation yeah. in game one. I so. forgot about that. The old yeah. whiteboard. The whiteboard did it. Jonathan? I don't All right. So I had this that. sort of come off the board this week, or it did come off the board this week. So I'm going to bring back half of it. You're going to put it back on the board? Can you do that? Okay. Bryce Harper, by the time we do this segment next week, 
will still not have signed a major league contract. Really? Wow. Yep. Funny that you that should be your write that down prediction this week because mm-hmm. uh, my third and final write that down prediction. Write it down. You like writing things down. Last week I said Manny or Bryce Harper would have a home by the time we did this segment mm-hmm. today. By the time we do this segment next Friday, Bryce Harper will have a baseball team. So Jonathan and I, in direct contradiction when it comes to our write that down prediction, somebody's going to have a hit, somebody's going to have a strikeout. That's write that down for this week on Mackie and Judd with Rami. You can write things down and send them to us at SKOR North, or you can email them into the show as well. And uh, we keep track of listeners. Write that down predictions as well. So you will be held accountable real quick. We have a few minutes before the break. Do we not? I think we have a few minutes before the break. Mm-hmm. Do you even know? And I'm going somewhere with this that's somewhat sports-related. If you're, if you're listening, don't turn off your radio. <laughs> Manny, do you understand what's going on with this Jussie Smollett thing? Oh, yes. Okay, can you please fill me in? Because the whole thing, and I've, wa- I've watched things about it, I've read things about it, and it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Did this dude, and I'm, I'm giving you the short version of it, did he stage an attack on himself to raise his profile and get a raise on the TV show that he works on? Is that what happened here? No, he he did it to bring attention to like he basically said that it was a hate crime right. that it was he alleged that it was done by people who support the president and that they were wearing Make America Great Again hats and that he was basically attacked um, in an area of Chicago in a Chicago neighborhood, and um, and then of course later on they discovered that he basically had orchestrated so he, it and cut two guys, two okay. brothers, like a check for like thirty five hundred dollars or something like that to to orchestrate this. So he thing. staged a fake attack to bring to bring attention to real issues. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. Okay. Yes, he did. Yes. It doesn't make any more sense to me now than yeah. it did before. And it doesn't make sense to Charles Barkley either, who was on fire last night on Inside the NBA on TNT. This was so good. Do we have Ernie, it? There's the most ridiculous one over there that's still living that you would say has no chance of happening. Um, they have two, possible two, NBA two outcomes up on the board. The <laughs> That's Shaq, who's absolutely lost it. It's not not on here, man. Uh, The Clippers, well, the Clippers will not make the playoffs. And... uh, What kind of hats they had on Chuck? I think that's probably. I think that's probably it. Okay. The Lakers will not make the playoffs. The Kings will is the latest edition. Go ahead, Kenny. I can't Chuck, believe you, Chuck. You with cash. You paying with Chuckster. cash? Ain't write him a check, Chuck. Never break. Hey, America. Chuckster. How? America. Let me just tell you something. What's that? Uh, do not commit crimes with checks. <laughs> Come on, man. You cannot, if you're going to break the law, do not write a check. Because you're writing a check that what? No. Behind can't cash. <laughs> Yo, man, you if cannot you cash up. <laughs> hey, get cash, man. <laughs> I never used the ATM. Now, you can only, I heard you can only get $200 out of Charles, those. $500. Charles, stop, literally. <laughs> you're about to make a lot of stuff to the ATM. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> but she said, Chuck, America, America. I love you when Chuck talks to America. We look right into the camera. Uh, I cannot believe that we completed, we touched them all right there. Circle the bag. Hey, he just said he touched uh, every pillow. He just said the Lakers would make the playoffs. Uh, That's he said. America. Hey, Jack. Don't come in. And all, all while this is going on, on too, they've got a picture up of Justin Smollett. That's what I'm in Liam Neeson neighborhood. That's the best Charles line right there. Yeah, and if you don't know about the Liam Neeson situation, yeah, I mean, you can do Google a Google that too. search. But, but they, they actually, later on in the show, they actually went in, they were talking about, you know, guys in the NBA sitting out for injuries and things like that, and this is what they Oh, there into. was more? That there, was the there's, only there's part more, of it yeah. that I saw. Oh, there, there's, outstanding. There's more of it. Here's what I've got, too. You can't put a false report of a guy being injured and he's not injured. You have to have an actual excuse. That's an NBA rule. Oh. I think an NBA rule, if a, you, if you come out with say? a... You can't put a false report of saying someone is hurt and they're not. What you say, Chuck? And while this is going on, they, they, somebody, one of the producers put up a, a fake check on the screen, of a, a fake $3,500 check on the screen. like a good time to take a break. Oh, man. Dude, I don't uh, say this about a lot of people. All right. Because it's not an easy thing to do, but Charles Barkley could be a stand up comedian and a really, yeah. really good one. And I think, really, all he has to do is just go up there and just be himself. Or, or and just start talking. Or I think he could, and like maybe just do like a half hour after Inside the NBA. I want a half hour Charles Barkley late night talk show. Like, that's, <laughs> I think. It'd be so awful that it's good. This is different from what you guys are talking about, but yeah. I think we may have the quickest reaction to a write that down. Oh, really? This from ESPN notification Carl Anthony Towns is not playing tonight. Right. He is in the wow. concussion protocol. <laughs> well, that's a. That was amazing. Right below. The 200 mark, I go just that quickly. Did you say he's in concussion protocol? Yes, according to oh. ESPN, Cat is out versus the Knicks. Carl Anthony Towns is in concussion protocol and will mm. not play Friday night. And that will be the first, this will be the first missed game of his career. Oh, really? Yeah, he's never I missed did a not game know that. at this point. So, well, that kind of sucks. But going back to my uh conspiracy theory to start the show, which is just go ahead and shut. Carl Anthony Downs, Carl Anthony Towns down for the rest of the season. Use this as an opportunity to really tank this thing. Concussions can linger, and you can't really, you can't really dispute if a guy's concussion is lingering. If you're the league and you have your suspicions, I almost want to, I almost want to throw in a last, last second. Uh, write that down here, but I'm not going to do it. We'll hit a quick break. We don't have time for that last second. Write that down, Manny, because Derek Wetmore is standing by from Twins Camp in Fort Myers, Florida. We'll talk about the Marwin Gonzalez signing, what it means for Williams Astadio, and much, much more. That's next on Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily. Football has been my love and passion my entire life. Find out what's happening with the purple and talk about it. You and I are not on the same page. That's what makes this more fun. Breaking it down. Do I think that is the Vikings' long-term solution, a quarterback, to a problem in this town that's been a problem for a long, long time? Absolutely not. Because the Vikings are on your mind all the time, not just during the season. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. I'm not surprised. Football wins. Football always wins, right? Purple Daily on Score North. Scorenorth.com. Thank you, Jonathan. 
Oops. Ball hip well to the left center field, all the way back. Trout looking up. This ball's gone. Margo with a slam. Now it's time for me to talk. Astros Radio Network on the call. This is Mackie and Judd with Rami on 1500 and at scorenorth.com. No Mackie, no Judd. Manny Hill alongside for the ride, though, and Jonathan on the other side of the glass. And joining us now on the show to talk about that man, Marwin Gonzalez, and all things twins. You can find his five thoughts on Marwin Gonzalez at scorenorth.com right now. He's our twins reporter, Derek Wetmore. Derek, how are you this afternoon? Doing great. Busy Twins Day, and uh, that makes for a fun day of spring training here, Rami. Weather report in Fort Myers. Torture us. Weather report. I think we are down into the... <laughs> no, we can skip that part. <laughs> no, mid to low 70s, Jonathan. I just got a photo for you. You should have seen the sun setting. It's just a purple skies. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll text it to no, you, Jonathan. Right. No, that's, that's, that's I'm really enough. hoping Burnley win tomorrow, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why you got to bring soccer into this? Yeah, why would you bring soccer into it? Do that all the time. Get used to it, Rami. Derek, <laughs> I... Uh, uh, I said earlier on the show, and like I said, folks can get your five thoughts on Marwin Gonzalez at scorenorth.com. I understand there is a Five Thoughts podcast coming soon as well. I'm sure Marwin Gonzalez will be discussed in that. I like the signing from the standpoint that he's a good player. He's he's a very versatile player. And I think as a guy who's been to the mountaintop with the Astros, a great influence for that clubhouse. What scares me about the Marwin Gonzalez signing is what it might mean for Williams Astadio. What does it mean for <laughs> yes. Williams Astadio? That has to be where I start. Means he's on roster watch. Uh, so alert Rami Makloff and mm. alert uh, Mother Astadio, I think, as mm. that Levine coined it the other day. Uh, two people that are pulling hardest for him to make the 25-man <laughs> roster are Rami and his mother. Um, both of those people got to be on alert right now. I do think this calls into question if he makes the club, but he wouldn't be the first person that I would shove off the roster to make room for Amarwin Gonzalez. Somebody I'd be a little bit more nervous would be uh, Tyler Austin, who is a quality hitter. Tons of power, came over from the Yankees last year, performed fairly well for the Twins, but as a guy who plays first base and is a, is a hitter first, that roster spot starts to, it, it's tough to defend from my perspective. I, I think Marwin's a guy who's going to play all over the place. CJ Crone's probably still your starting first baseman, so the rest of the bench gets a little tight, especially if and when they have to go to 13 pitchers, Rami. For now... I would say your guy Williams has to deal with safe, but there's no sure things in spring training. Hmm. Derek, how good is Marwin Gonzalez? Because we were, um, at the, the end of last hour, we were going through some of his statistics over the last handful of years with the Astros, and obviously he was a big part of that uh, 2017 World Championship team, and uh, and he played really well for them that year. How, which Marwin Gonzalez do you think the Twins are are expecting here? Are they expecting the 2017 Marwin Gonzalez that uh, had a pretty high batting average and hit 23 home runs, drove in 90, or is the the Marwin Gonzalez that we've seen probably more of a sample size of? Uh, in the other years surrounding that, more likely the guy that they're going to see. Yeah, he was amazing for them in 2017. Yeah. 300, I think it was 303. He had a decent on base and plenty of pop. Uh, you mentioned the 23 homers. That's in addition to playing left field, playing third base, shortstop, second base. Uh, he could play some first base if you need him to, I think. He was really one of their unsung heroes on that World Series team. Now, 2018, not quite the same year. He did fill in it short when Correa got hurt, filled in at second base when Altuve got hurt. 
He was still a flexible, versatile guy, but the batting line wasn't quite there. So what I do in a situation like that when a guy has a pop-up year and then you're not really sure what to expect going forward, I try to stretch back three seasons. So I did that today, Manny. 2016 to 18, Marwin Gonzalez had really similar lines to what we what we've seen from these other guys that you might be familiar with. I used weighted on base average, and, and from 16 to 18, Marwin Gonzalez was pretty similar to Joe Maurer, Miguel Sano, mm. CJ Crone, and Eddie Rosario. So it, it's tough to just picture the past three years, but if you want to say, like, what, what are you expecting of him in 2019, I would look to Joe Maurer over the past three years and say, okay, just figure that out in your head, and once you've got that number... That's about what I'm expecting from this guy, and there's tons of value in that for someone who can play third, short, second, maybe some first, and either corner outfield spot. I, I'm not expecting to be a, an awesome hitter in Marwin Gonzalez, but he's a pretty good hitter who has tons of positional flexibility. And are we just assuming that he'll he'll be that Swiss Army knife type of guy, or do you think there's a chance that he finds at least somewhat of an everyday spot somewhere on the field with the Twins? Well, the, coming into this winter, I thought he'd find a starting job somewhere. I, I didn't think necessarily that would be in Minnesota, but that's what I wrote about in my Five Thoughts column today. I said, there's one way that you could use him, which is just back up everybody. He's your super utility on the bench. But then I explored some other avenues that the Twins could take, uh, just for the sake of writing a column and experimenting with that stuff. What if he started at third base, Rami, and bumped Miguel Sano over to first base? C.J. Crone goes to the bench, and there's sort of a ripple effect there. But you could do that any number of ways. You could you could say the same thing about what if he started in left field, and how does that chain reaction affect the rest of the 25-man roster? So I had some fun with that on the website today, but I do think that the most likely outcome, the most likely possibility, given that he's signing after spring training began is that everybody else holds their spots like you'd expect on the position player side and that he's sort of the backup at every single position, sort of that super sub off of the bench. Where is his best position with with the glove? We know he can play just about everywhere, and, and I know, I think, what was it, last year he played every position for the Astros except catcher, and he didn't obviously didn't pitch. <laughs> um, but where where is he at his best with the glove, do you think? You know who he reminds me of, Manny, is Eduardo Escobar. And I think the okay. same thing of both of these guys. Third base is the one that you cringe the least at. I, I don't think Marwin Gonzalez is a gold glove fielder, but I think he's a solid fielder at each of those positions. I, I like him in the infield better than the outfield, just from what I've seen. Um, but as I said earlier today, I mean, I'm not a professional scout. I just watch baseball and talk about it on the radio. I do think that he has something to add as a third baseman. He's probably a little stretched at shortstop, but you could say the same thing about Jorge Polanco. Yeah. And then second base, I think you're just going to give all the playing time to Jonathan Scope and be happy with what you get production-wise there. So where's he at his best? I'd say it's probably either third or second, where you can sort of hide him a little bit more. But the fact that he's not an embarrassment at any of those spots, he's, put it this way, he's probably a better outfielder than Williams Astadio, and they counted on that guy in the outfield a little last year. Sorry, Rami, I didn't mean to offend your guy. <laughs>
It's all right. We just won't talk to you anymore, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. That's Wetmore from Fort Myers. He's brought it's to you by great. Shane Company, your friend in the diamond business. Right. Uh, Derek, wh- what other news and notes do you have? Do you have from camp yet? Has there been have they have they played baseball yet? I'm having Tomorrow, trouble. Tomorrow, okay. baby. All right. Uh, that's the big news. I would say okay. is that Saturday is their first game. They're going to open here at Hammond. I'm standing in the press box looking out over the field. Um, they are going to open. That's the second game of the season. It's a weird split squad matchup for the first game of the season. Very just a, a, yeah. a weird schedule quirk, but they're going to open on the road in Sarasota. Technically, Rocco Baldelli is going to be up there to manage his first game as a major league manager, and then about halfway through, he's going to get in the car and drive back from Sarasota down to Fort Myers to manage the first home game against his longtime employer, the Tampa Bay Rays. That's what I'm looking forward to this weekend as we start to sort through these pitching ranks, who's going to make the bullpen, what's the rotation looking like. We start to get those answers once real games begin, and that starts tomorrow. Derek, what's your sense on any more moves this team might make before we get into the teeth of spring training, or do you think they're done with with the Marvin with the Marwin Gonzalez deal, or do you think there's maybe one other addition that they could potentially make? I, I'd say there's, let me put a percentage on it. I don't think it's assured that they're done, but I think it's like a like a 70% chance that this is it. These are the 60 players that they are going through spring training with, and they'll make their decisions from here. Uh, they will have to make a 40-man move to make Marwin, so I'll be curious to look at the sort of the bottom of the 40-man and see who gets the boot on that. Um, but in terms of adding somebody else, I could still see somebody making sense. Like, would you add a Dallas Keuchel to the starting rotation if the price saw, was right? Uh, he tweeted about Marwin Gonzalez how today and how much he misses him. Mm. Uh, yeah, he said, he, I'll, I miss him, and I'll continue to miss him as he's playing for another team. So either Dallas Keuchel tipping his hand that he's not coming to the Twins or just a nice sentiment when he saw his buddy sign somewhere. Um, the, uh, the other one that we've talked about a lot is Craig Kimbrell. Would that make sense to add that to this bullpen right now? I don't think that the Twins have decided that we are 100% finally finished once Marwin Gonzalez joins the fold. But I do think that if the if the season started tomorrow and this was their roster, I know they'd feel pretty comfortable about it. You know him from Touch em All. He's got a Five Thoughts podcast coming soon, coming soon to scorenorth.com. And wherever you download podcasts, just search Score North Twins on those outlets and go to scorenorth.com right now to get his Five Thoughts column on the signing of Marwin Gonzalez. He's our Twins reporter. Derek Wetmore is brought to you by Shane Company, your friend in the diamond business, and he joins us live from Twins Spring Training in Fort Myers, Florida. Eternally jealous, Derek Wetmore. Enjoy your time down there, my friend. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rami. I'll send you a picture. Don't. <laughs> well, that's a good point. See you, you got Derek. me. See you guys. Thanks, Derek. I don't need to see that. Nobody needs to see that. I, I kind of want to see it, though. Did I? Did, did I? And maybe I, I think I blocked this out of my memory. Did somebody send a picture, Jonathan, you would know of a shirtless Patrick Royce from Twins Camp? Oh, you've never seen this? That no. was, uh, I believe, Derek. I think Derek it's somehow. That. That's from like a handful of years yeah. ago. Okay. It came I'm across. just sort of sitting back. Yeah, and like, it came yeah. across my timeline for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, like a week ago. That is a legendary picture. I don't know that I've ever scrolled so fast. These are things I've done. No, that these was are, in an email, so you the, still have it somewhere oh. in your emails. Oh, it was in an email, yeah. 
Yes, and I scrambled for the delete button as quickly as I could possibly find that. I don't. I don't need to see Fort Myers, Florida, and I certainly don't need to see Patrick Royce with his shirt off <laughs> in Fort Myers, Florida. I, I do like. You'll have to ask him about that when we wrap. I do like. I do like talking with Patrick Royce, rapping with Royce, if you will. We'll do that next on Mackie and Judd with Rami. No Mackie, no Judd. I'm Rami. Manny's here. Jonathan's here, and we're back right after this on Score North on 1500 and ScoreNorth.com. What's the difference between a accident and a traffic incident, Jonathan? Is there a difference? Uh, the reporting system doesn't know what it is yet. Okay. So. All right. Nobody took a gun out, did they? I don't think so. Uh, I right. haven't heard any news of that. Okay. Yeah, let's again. hope not. Every day we wrap up the show by rapping with Roycey, Patrick Roycey, that is, who you can hear on the Roycey on Baseball and Roycey Unchained podcast at scorenorth.com. And he joins us now. Hello, Patrick. How are you this evening, sir? Don't be questioning a veteran traffic reporter like Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> he learned at the feet of Kenny Olson. <laughs> well, I learned at and the feet once, of Kenny Olson, Pat. Him of, once I cured him of reporting a three-minute delay, we've been just fine. Well, then I followed that up with an 83-minute delay, so I think <laughs> yeah. I learned quite well. Just to make you That's happy, Pat. worth mentioning. 83 minutes. Three minutes is not worth mentioning. Now, Pat, we, got, we, we, have, we have to get the timeline right. Now, I... I learned at the feet of Kenny Olson, and then Jonathan then learned from me, which was nothing at all. He didn't learn anything from me at all. He learned what not to do in traffic updates. So. Yes, yes. Don't report three-minute delays. Got to be over 10, nothing ain't worth mentioning. So. Yes. Pat, your thoughts on Marwin Gonzalez signed by the I'm all in. Let's do it here. Uh, and I just talked to my good friend Richard Justice in Houston. He's a lovable chap. El Tubi's best buddy and uh, A.J. Hinch said there is something great about coming to the ballpark every day knowing you got a guy who can play any position. And uh, You know, he declined some last year, but he still, when you look at a utility player, those were still uh, dang good numbers that he had. I think the rest were just got spoiled because, uh, what was he, 23 and 80-something in uh in uh, 2017, but uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I think a lot of people in Houston are surprised they didn't bring him back, but uh, he'll be 29 here pretty soon. Uh, they got him, uh, apparently nobody wanted to go three years, huh? Because uh, the, the word was that he was waiting for three years, and uh, there were six or seven teams willing to offer him two, and uh, maybe the Twins uh, put a couple extra million in the pot that other teams weren't, but that's Two for 21 seems like numbers the Astros should have paid, don't you think? I'm surprised. Are you worried what this means for our guy, Willie? No. Uh, I think Adrianza is going to start the season on the D. He's got a bad shoulder. Uh, can, he's only batting from one way of the plate, and uh, I think he's uh, probably not going uh, to open the season. I think the time to start worrying about Willie is uh, when they – after making a sacred vow on March 28th that they're going to have 12 pitchers when they go to 13 about April 10th will uh, be when uh, when we could start getting nervous about uh, Willie. But I, I think he's in good shape right now. But who knows? These guys do weird things. Uh, you know, they started for no apparent reason their first year here. Remember, they started with 13 pitchers uh, coming right out of spring yeah. training, and, which was uh, extremely odd. And, uh, you know, you, you don't know what they're thinking there. What you see, it's not like the old days about, okay, this is the opening day uh, roster, 25 guys. Uh, week four days, it might be different. So, uh, you know, they 
the concept now is you use the entire 40-player roster. You know, maybe you got a couple of kids on that 40-man roster that you're not going to promote during the course of the year. But you basically, they basically use the whole 40-man roster now. So, But Willie will, uh, uh, you know, the one thing that could hurt him is he, he does have options. So, uh, But I, I think he'll open the season. You know what? you got some fantastic versatility here now, don't you? You have Gonzalez who can play anywhere and yeah. Willens who can play anywhere, right? Yeah, well, part maybe of not shortstop. maybe not shortstop. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, you know what? If he if he played, if he I'd like spent to some time out, if if Willie spent some time out in center field, then anything can happen. You know, I mean, yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, he was signed as a shortstop. As a matter of fact, now that I bring it up, he's still experienced. That was a hundred <laughs> pounds ago, but he was signed as a shortstop. So. He was five eight and one sixty, and now he's five eight and two sixty. So no, I don't think he's two sixty. I'd say. What do you think? Two forty, maybe two forty. Two forty, yeah. That sounds. That looks yeah. about right. In two forty, yeah, he lost. I think he lost five or six pounds. But then he did play all winter. You know, when he goes to play the Venezuelan Winter League, he plays every game. He had like he played fifty one games, and then he was in the playoffs. He he gets two hundred at bats in the uh, in the Venezuelan Winter League. Unlike uh, most guys, maybe play two three weeks. He needs the money, so. Uh, Pat, we talked with uh, Wetmore last segment, and uh, he mentioned that a, a, a strong spot for Gonzalez in the field would be a third base. And, you know, maybe a few times this year, the Twins may uh, move uh, Miguel over to first base and have Marwin play some third and, you know, the domino effect after that and everything. Uh, but uh, how many times do you think we might see that scenario this year? Oh, I think you'll see it once in a while. It depends on what Miguel is uh is uh, doing you know it would it would be uh you know if miguel was uh you know if he's hitting you know that then you'll keep him in a lineup and if nelson cruz is hitting you keep him in a lineup so uh you know but he yeah i i think he'll go over and play first base uh with some regularity if he's hitting if, he, if, if he's a threat if he's not he might take two days a week off i i don't know but uh yeah this is uh it is interesting though uh I mean, the roster get a little crowded now here, right? Uh, this is this kind of this kind of adds to it. And uh, depth, they've got depth. They do have depth, and uh, you know, I I just keep getting worried that the Polans think they can drop by a pennant. That makes me very nervous. I just they ain't cheap Polans no more. They are now number nine in uh, free agent money spent this off season. Now, if Harper signs with the Phillies, I got to hunch the Phillies will pass them. But, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, they've, they've, while everybody's been whining, they've, you know, they've done fine. They've helped themselves. I, I think one thing you could see here eventually is that, uh, you know, somebody, you know, like the second baseman that they signed, if he's not doing, you know, if they could move him, if, if Gonzalez is playing well and McSnow looks good, and you know you're two three months into the season, and I, I keep mispronouncing this guy's name. What do we? Is, is it, it's not scoop. What do we call it? Scope. Scope. Jonathan. Scope. Scope. Yes, sir. Scope. Uh, you know, if he's got any value to him, he could get moved. I, I don't know, but they. I think when they signed him, they had no idea that a guy like Marwin Gonzalez would be available at a, at a decent price. So. I mean, I like the kid a lot, though. I mean, I voted. I had the MVP ballot 
in 2017, and I voted him ninth. He was fantastic. He had a great year in 2017. And as I said, I talked to Richard Justice. He reminded me that he hit the biggest home run in uh, Astros history when he took uh, Kenley Jansen deep. That's right. A ninth inning of game two. If uh, the Dodgers win that game, Houston is in big trouble. Uh, Manny Machado talked uh, was formally introduced as a Padre today, and he said, "quote I like the game plan from ownership to front office to the coaching staff to the players." My question, Pat, is what the hell is the game plan for the Padres? Well, they, they're going loaded, to get him. You know, the, the farm system is loaded, you know. Yeah, uh, they they supposedly have one of the top two farm systems. Now that's happened before. How about the game plan for this time for the Padres to be give it three years instead of go out and sign everybody and then when you don't win, get rid of everybody the next year like they've done about three different times. Uh, when were they spending money the last time? About eight years ago, right? They brought in a bunch of guys and, yeah, okay, it didn't work right away. Well, it was whenever they went and got Matt Kemp, right? When, when was it that they got Matt Kemp and went and got a bunch of guys? Yeah, and that and, and then it gave up after twenty minutes. So that's done it done. The other thing I love is when people talk about, well, it's a small market. Okay, you got Mexico to the south, you got the ocean to the uh, uh, west. Uh, you have uh, you got the mountains, the desert to the east, and you got L.A. to the uh, uh, north. But it's the sixth biggest city in the United States. I think it's six now. Like, it's not exactly a small market, and plus you got it all to yourself. There's not no other pro team in town at the major league level. There's no excuse for the Padres not to own that town. But I, I don't even think they got a soccer team there, do they? I wouldn't know. Jonathan would know. Jonathan, I don't. Do they got an MLS team, uh, Jonathan? I think you just shook his head no. Right? Is that they right? don't have an yeah, MLS nothing. team, but they have an indoor soccer team that has Landon Donovan on it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, not even kidding. He's, he came indoor out of retirement soccer. to play. Like, took my, you know, back when we, 40 years ago, when we had an indoor soccer team in yeah. town here, yeah. I took my kids to a game once. It took them five years to forgive me. <laughs> they, they, rarely, they rarely spoke to me for the next five years. Uh, so uh, indoor soccer is the uh, silliest excuse for a sporting event I've ever seen. But that's just me. Patrick, we have we have about two minutes left. In, in the last segment, segment as we were wrapping up with Wetmore, I, I don't know how it came up, but about a week ago, a picture ended up in my email inbox of you with your shirt off in Fort Myers, Florida, <laughs> and I, I couldn't find the delete button fast enough, sir. No offense to you personally. This was but about four years ago. Yeah, I was told uh, there was a story my, my behind man, it. My man boobs were not quite as large as they are today. I don't think you're going to see that. <laughs> but Chip Coggins was down here, and we're sitting out in left field. And I said, okay, I'm going to take my shirt off and we'll break the internet here. Take this picture. Here. <laughs> and then, and, and we did pretty well. We did a lot of business on it. But then the guy, then the guy got the, uh, you know, the, did the, did the photoshopping of it. It's fantastic. I got the cigarette and the drink and the, and the man's ear and all, all the good stuff on it. That one's the one that gets uh, retweeted more us. But it was it was done intentionally. It was not a casual uh, photo. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was let's stir them up back home. And uh, it's, 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 you know, the only trouble is 
know, when I die one of these next years, I hope they don't run it with my hope. That wouldn't be too good. <laughs> anyway, that would not. That Is that not how you want to be remembered, Pat? That was not. But, yeah, I suppose I would. If people know the context, if people know the context right. that I was just agitating them, uh, you know, then I'm fine with it. By the way, the gopher problem in basketball continues to be the one I identified about a month ago. Which is? They're pretty good, except when the other team guards them. (laughs) (laughs) When the other team guards them, they suck. um, What is wrong with a guy at a mere coffee? Two out of 14. That is not good. So they lose at Rutgers. Goodbye, Ricky. It's all over. Pat, we got to run. You can hear more of them on Royce Unchained at scorenorth.com and Royce on baseball coming back soon. And that was Patrick Royce. He hung up before I could. He's, he's, you know, it's interesting because I'm not even sure the Gophers can score when nobody is guarding them because there was the game. <laughs> Rami, I don't know if you remember last year, there was the game where they were playing Alabama at some tournament in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Yeah. And Alabama ended up having guys foul out. They didn't have enough players, so it was like five on four or five on three. And the five Gophers on three, still, yeah. Five on three, and the Gophers still struggled. To we'll have a full squad it. after the weekend. You've been listening to Mackie <laughs> and Judd with Rami. Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com.